What the hell? <laughs> all right, all right. Is this thing working or what? What the hell? What the goddamn hell, homie? So how do I get my video to work? How do I see your bald head? That's it. Oh, uh, uh, since I went bald, I, I hide from the cameras. Since you went bald, you fucking took off the videos or what? Yep, that was the reason. No, nah, it's just it's better. It, it costs too much bandwidth, and it makes the audio sound like crap sometimes using a Skype so or or a FaceTime or whatever we we use Zoom. Okay. Uh, also, it helps us paint a picture. So, like, then we got to set a setting. You know, what I mean, we have to talk with our words. You have to. We have to use our imagination, and hopefully, the the listener gets something out that. <laughs> you know, I speak like poetry, dog. Hey, se pueden arrimar juntos ustedes? Exactly. Hey, That's why we did it. Porque quiero hablar aquí y no puedo escuchar con ustedes están gritando. Por favor. Hold on, I had to tell people that we're talking from across the rooms at each other, dog. <laughs> oh, they're nah, let the right poetry on. come out. No, I love it. Dude, it, it, and on Latin Lovers Day. Latin Lovers Day, dog. You're my Valentine's essay. <laughs> you got my heart then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or did I, got I get your yours? As long as it's just a heart, dog. <laughs> I farted on the on the petals I sent inside of it. Oh, so you had a little essence man. of me. <laughs> so I got some of your funk in that shit too, huh? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank Dude, you, bro. Uh, How you been, Holmes? Fuck. I've been awesome. Uh, other, I've been, I've been, other than I've been going good. bald. Other than going bald. Yeah. You know. What happened? <laughs> Why'd you decide to go bald, dog? Uh, it wasn't my choice. Well, you lost a bet. No. Fuck it. No, I just, I, I, I can't grow hair, man. It's like, you just picking on me at this point now? You were the I GQ got, dude. I got the principle going on, man. You was the GQ You were the homie. GQ dude. Dude, and you had. Masters. Who had, you had a pair of glasses that were like 10 pounds. That was before Alphalixion even had them, too. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I can't find any cool glasses down here, dog. What? I don't believe it. Yeah, it sucks, bro. It sucks, man. I've been trying Mex to fucking find some glasses, homie. Mexico and I doesn't finally have... found some, and they turned out to be so fucking cheap, dog. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking clip-ons. You had the fucking... Okay. The computer screen part to the top of it, and then you had the fucking sunglasses part to it, dog. What? It's what are you describing here? This is a whole apparatus for glasses, or it goes yeah, on. Yeah, dog. Screen? It has it, it has the actual glasses, which are my reading glass or my progressive glasses, and then it has two more clip-ons that you put on top of the glasses that are magnet. Oh, and to one make them look the fancy. Sunglass, and one of them okay. is for computer. Right on. You know, how's it? How's Mexico treating you, cool. brother? They suck. <laughs> sorry to hear. <laughs> Other than that, sorry how's to Mexico treating you? You sorry? To... <laughs> Why do they cost that much? Everything's cheaper down there. No. Ah, fuck no, dog. You think everything was cheaper? Everything's more expensive over here because it comes from United States. So they oh, really? got to get their taxes on it. I Dude, thought I'm... so too. I've been scared to come visit. Why, fool? Mexico, man. It's not, it's not gunfire everywhere, huh? Nah, man. There's gunfire everywhere, but 
not 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 where um we're at, you know, or or the people that get hurt in that shit are yeah. the people that are involved with illicit uh uh okay. whatever drugs, homes, you know yeah. what I mean? Prostitution, drugs, anything that's illicit, anything that's illegal. Uh, um the people want their cut, you know what I mean? And yeah. if you ain't giving them their cut, then you're fucked, dog. You know. So what I mean? you're safe. You're saying, as long as you stay. You sound like um maybe a surfer that's telling you you're safe in the in the ocean. You're like, as long as you know. If you <laughs> no, gotta, when was no. the last time you I'm ate a shark? I'm afraid of meal? the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck yeah! There's sharks in there, dog. <laughs> yeah, you're right by it now. <laughs> I'm four hours away. Four hours. Okay. I, 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 I figured for sure. City. Okay. Right on. And that's because the sharks are scaring you that far inland. No, because I don't want to be doing little fucking palm trees for the rest of my life, dog. Okay. So out here, you have a, more of a chance to get better, better work. And the money's better, you know, and you don't have to deal with fucking tourists. How long did I know you before you went back to Mexico? I feel well, like you were here for several years. Well, I was in the States for 42 years, bro. Um, before I came back to Mexico. I got there when I was... 42 years. And I left when I was 47? 2017, I believe, is when I left, bro. Um, but when did I meet you? Fuck, man. Well, right away... No, I didn't realize I that... You had been here that long. I mean, I knew that you had been here like it, this was your home. I didn't well, yeah, know it was 42 that, years your fucking home. That is my home. <laughs> well, it was my home. You know what I mean? Well, shit, Biden's in now. Doesn't that mean you get to you get to come back? That motherfucker can't even speak right. <laughs> yeah. So how is he going to keep you from coming over? The <laughs> how is it you ended up here in the first place? Were you born here then? No, I or was somebody born emigrated you. Guadalajara. Okay. Which I've always invited you to, and you're still scared to come, even scared though you got shit, man. backing you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I well, I do. I need to. I need to get out and travel more internationally. But everything scares me outside of the states, even Canada. Why? Too nice up there, man. They put try and put make maple syrup on everything. <laughs> you fucking kidding, right? They're nice. Have you been? You been to Canada? I can't go to Canada. Well, I couldn't when I was in the states because coming my... back in, you you'd be looked at. They wouldn't even let me into the Canada. They wouldn't let you guys in with speeding tickets and shit. Yeah, you know, I mean? had to prove that I'm a citizen to go the last time because they were like, "Nope, you got this charge here." I was like, "Well, you weren't even supposed to know about that charge." They're like, "We see everything." Like, oh, fuck. You're a Canadian. I'm a Canuck. Yes, sir. For reals. For reals. Yep. And they wouldn't let you back in. No, they did. I mean, I had to prove it to them, though. Like, I was just going there on my on my ID, you know, uh -huh. just like, hey, what's up? Driving through. Got got a load of goods, you know, in Texarkana and they're thirsty in Atlanta. That kind of story. You know, I was driving the truck for for Troy at the for the convention. And uh yeah, they were like, nope, you got these charges here a long time ago. You know, I went to the Renaissance Festival and they got me a little bit. I wasn't even drunk, dude. I wasn't even drunk. But, you know, Canada, 
no, this is in the States. And in the States, it got me fucked up enough to where I had some charges that made the people at the border look at them, even though these charges were wiped off. You know how you do like you do whatever deals with them. You know, I narked uh -huh. on everybody in the hood, basically. No, um, you know, I turned in everybody at the Renaissance Festival that I got in <laughs> trouble with. That's, I know these people are working illegally. Uh, that guy's not from the Shire. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so I did whatever I had to do. You know, I took the classes that, that they did. I paid a lot of money to, you know, to get my anger under control. Funds. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was supposed to not make my record. So like the normal police officer, he pulls me over or the normal judge, I guess, looks at it. And he's like, oh, you're a fine, upstanding young man, Kyle. But when you go across to the border, they look at it and they're like, mm -hmm. so you're trying to assault a police officer. And you're like, no, no. What kind of see what happened there is uh, it, that was a real misunderstanding. Uh, and wow they, they, yeah so You're so i had son? <laughs> yeah so i'm canadian i'm a canuck brother that's why i like ketchup so much <laughs> oh, that's shit. why going that far south they like i'm i can only go as far south as florida you know that's a canadian rule well that's that's as further south you can go <laughs> yeah no i'm kidding of course uh we, we should get out of the state sometime Come visit, fools. Come visit, man. Well, you're not even on a resort. Like, I, you didn't go to, like, tan tan asses, uh, glistening in the sun, palm trees, tattooing, fading in the pool. That's only three to four hours away. Okay. But I'm so right next to the motherland of tequila and the most beautiful woman in Mexico. Oh, shit. You weren't supposed to know that. <laughs> Who's, that means who's, you ain't wait, coming no more. <laughs> which is which is uh which means I ain't coming. The beautiful women or the tequila? Uh the beautiful woman. <laughs> oh, Candy don't mind where I get my appetite. Oh, okay. Well then get your asses down here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> gotta eat at home. The right clubs to go to. <laughs> so is you're you're also this is a danger. You're also in the land of tequila. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the mother load of tequila, man. There's an Look actual oh, town geez. about thirty minutes mm -hmm. away from here that's called Tequila, bro. <laughs> that actual name, and, and uh, we go do tours there. By the time you're done, I could take you to this one tour. By the time you walk out of there, you're crawling out, dog. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> well, that's I, I don't know what what paints the picture for me that every every time I get drunk in Mexico, I'm going to end up without my kidney in a in a, you know, a, a truck stop bathroom somewhere. That would be the news from Fox News, dog. Am I watching too much Fox? That's what too much is. fucking Fox. You know, Fox are fucking <laughs> haters, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Especially chick. I don't even know her name anymore, but <laughs> there's one of them that hates you the most. Oh, it's probably Ingram. That's the bitch right there. <laughs> it's kind of why you're not in the country. Am I wrong? I mean, you you were here your whole fucking life, and I guess you didn't have citizenship. Am I wrong? Do we want to talk about that? Because I can edit any of this shit out. But I'm cool, you know. man. I'm cool. Yeah, I never had citizen citizenship. I was a resident. I didn't mm -hmm. know I needed citizenship, and since I've been a young, young, youngling. I've always been a thug, dog. You know, I've always in the hood. I always grew up that way. And it finally caught up to me, man. While you guys were meeting me, I was trying to fight my case through attorneys. 
and and all that shit. Um, cost me a fucking arm in the leg. Your case um, of uh, deportation or something? You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or immigration. My, okay. My case for deportation. And it cost uh, you an arm and a leg, and you still were able to afford sunglasses and glasses like you wore. The ten pound glasses, fucking a dog. Things nice. All right. Yeah. We hustled in the conventions, dog, because that's what was that was our life, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, I, I lost the case and then I said, fuck it. When Trump took over office, I said, Oh, he's gonna use me as an example, so I better get the fuck out of here. And that's what brought me over to Mexico, man. How how's your new home? Uh I, I'm loving it, bro. I don't no longer have to worry about the police. <laughs> <laughs> And if you remember, that was my worst fear over there. Always worried about the fucking cops, man. Yeah. you. Yeah, I feel like you would hide out when we were smoking more. You would kind of put yourself in the corner a bit more. Yeah, 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 because I didn't want to get caught. And if they showed up, I'd run like a motherfucker. <laughs> and you know you got that voice, too. It's not like you can hide anywhere if you're talking. And it's not like you can stop talking. <laughs> Especially when we got a buzz, huh? Yes. I always loved you because uh, no matter what, you made me feel at home by making me feel like shit. Does that make sense? <laughs> I guess. I don't know why I made you feel like shit. How did I make you feel like shit? Oh, you always dogging on me about something, man. It was always oh, something. But, but Even if it was. Heard that. It, yeah, it could have been my most positive shit. You loved it when I had to grow up my hair and look pretty for a while. <laughs> when you were all blonde. <laughs> yeah, you liked that the most. I couldn't hear the end of it. God, hey, let me start here. I should let, let me go back here, I guess, actually. Hey, Loco T, welcome <laughs> straight to the point. Completely <laughs> off topic. Talk shit on your hair right now. I what happened with going stop. bald? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I made a mistake and I, I tried to do the principal, you know, uh -huh. for, for Halloween. So I shaved. I went as a principal, just your average high school principal. So I shaved that hair right in the middle. You know, and then I, I grew out the sides like a nice kind of and I manicured that up like I still wanted to have, you know, go see a haircutting lady, even though obviously there's no reason. It's kind of like the the um, I don't know how Hulk Hogan pulls it off so well, but I was basically it's the Hulk Hogan, but without the party in back. But then I took a comb over um, a Paris Hilton and I made a Paris Hilton weave comb over like thing and. <laughs> I really have fun with that costume on Halloween. So I wore it for a few extra days. <laughs> but when people that are bald pass each other, they do something similar to like when you're on a motorcycle, you see somebody coming at you in a motorcycle, you're like, Hey, what's up? I'm on a motorcycle. You're on a motorcycle. You kind of point at them, you know, like, yeah, we share the same cool experience. And when bald people pass, they share kind of the same shame. And they're kind of like, Oh, you share my shame. <laughs> These fuckers would see me coming from a distance and they'd be like, oh, we share the same shame. And I'd be getting up to them and trying to catch the breeze just right so I could show them I'm just making fun of them, you know, and this comb over <laughs> would pop up like a sail and they would look at it. They just curse me. They just curse the fuck out of me without with with whatever, you know, vinegar they had in their system. <laughs> and eventually caught up. And I have that exact bald spot starting now. The principal. So. <laughs> You're busting a Trump, huh? <laughs> busting a Trump. Yeah, I was doing the Trump on the airplane. <laughs> like, hey, what Trump's uh, scariest things are uh, two inch, two inch stairs above hints and that he would have to look down at and win wind tunnels or airplanes. 
<laughs> runways. That's what it is. And 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 windy runways. Uh-huh. <laughs> Biden's oh. scariest thing are airplanes or excuse me, balloons and uh and and talking. Man, well, I never seen one of those pictures, Doug. You guys didn't put them up or what? Of what? The Halloween ones? Uh-huh. You think I you think I'm trying to get stuck like Oliver Heck? <laughs> you think somewhere there's a whole treasure trove of of like this is a reason to hate Kyle pictures you want to go search, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, bald men of the world unite against them. You can't now because I'm one of you. It's too late. You need to send me one of those pictures, dog. I need. I need to have that. I don't know if I have it. I would have to look. I've. I'm unfortunately never been like the dude happy to be taking photos. I don't know. Candy might have some. You know how. You know how. We don't store <laughs> our lives. You know that's the that's our other halves. Seems I lose all my life every once in a while anyway. Fucking to hurry <laughs> drives yeah. fucking up, man. Your hard drives fucking up? Always, dog. It's my third one. I've lost like 25 years of pictures, man. They hit me up for Tony's uh pictures from Tony Olivas, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't have shit. I lost everything again, you know? Oh man. But, Dude. but I do have a shitload of memories with that motherfucker, so that makes up with it. <laughs> And we get to change and embellish them anyways. I think those might be better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me one of your favorite memories with Tony. Fuck, they're all favorites, man. That motherfucker. <laughs> that motherfucker is a constant riot, dude. Uh, was what fun. was it? I'm going to say when we were in North Carolina, Lenore, and Dragon's Den with... Um... Fuck, I fucking forgot his name right now. I just brain farted, but uh, um, we drank like seven bottles of his fucking moonshine and shit. Um, his and, own personal, or he wasn't making oh, himself. Oh, was what's he? his name? Uh, um, that does the California Arts Gathering. Oh fuck! You know that's gonna be a hard one on the West Coast. You want me to to know that? Oh, not West Coast, California, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Uh, yeah. Scotty Whitaker? Not Scotty. He's not the one of the show, the, the owner of the show. And not James uh, Vaughn either. No, no. Okay. I'll remember. I'll remember. But um, he he uh, had us at his tattoo shop, Dragon's Den. And uh, we drank those seven bottles. Motherfuckers are playing with axes, like with one hand touching their forehead with all that shit. What do you mean? Um, all the playing with axes, with an axe, axe, you know, like, like, uh, yeah, like a hatchet, like a sharp implement. Yeah, but it was an axe. A hatchet is small. Okay. The axe is fucking huge. Yeah, it will go through some stuff. What do you yeah, mean you're playing with it? They were they were grabbing the end of the hilt. I believe that's what that's called, where you hold mm -hmm. on to the axe. Okay. And, and making the actual axe touch their forehead just using one hand, bro. Um, <laughs> they wanted my son to do it. I'm like, you guys are fucking retarded, man. My son ain't doing that shit. And no. huh? why would they why would they touch their forehead like the sharp edge? With the sharp edge, yeah. One hand though, it must be really heavy. It's hard to do that. 
Exactly, exactly right. That shit is. But it's hard funny. to stop if you get momentum going too. Is that kind of the allure? That's kind of the allure that they're strong enough to do that. And my son was. Kind and if of the, and they're dumb enough to risk their it. ugly ass face. <laughs> I'm like, son, you ain't doing that shit. You ain't fucking playing with the axe that way. So fuck it, I took the axe away from him. And then uh, by the time we were done with the seven moonshine bottles, what was that? Snake bite, remember? Remember Tony used to mm. carry that snake bite moonshine around? No, I do not. No, well, he But I'm to- not usually trying to drink any moonshine either. Shots are bad <laughs> enough. And he always had tequila with him. Well, now yeah, he had yeah. snake bite too. I've heard of it. Of, of the moonshine, and then that's what he was carrying with all the time. That shit was nasty. He said it tasted like fucking tequila. I'm like, there's no way that shit tastes like tequila, bro. Um, but anyways, by the end of the night, he wanted to kill everybody. He says, I'm killing everybody, every single person. I'm going to fucking kill you guys. And then he looks over at Maria and he says, except for you, honey, you're my getaway driver. <laughs> So fucking Tony's on a rampage wanting to kill everybody, dog. Even even now, I don't I happen to know that Maria might be a good getaway driver, but she's also a better bouncer. Um, I don't I don't trust that he could have come close to you with a knife without not without getting his his neck slit by her. <laughs> could be, could be, but that was a funny night, dog. That okay. Was, that was funny with that motherfucker. Every time we were chilling, you know, we were always busting up, dude. Always yeah. having a good time, man. Well, yeah. never mind. I had a good time with all you motherfuckers, man. You know? I had there, a blast. Because it felt never, like everybody was Don Rickles. Yeah, there was never a dull moment in, in our lives, man. And I'm saying our lives because all of us. Fucking talking mm-hmm. like James Vaughn forever. Mm-hmm. Um. What was that? I tried talking like the, the what, what you, Michigan. The, oh, you're trying uh, to get uh, the accent up here of uh, Marshall yeah, yeah. and I? Uh, what was it? The bean? No, that's 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 uh, oh, fuck. Where, where's the Vikings from? Min- Minnesota. Yeah, right. They, that's, those are the ones that are getting closer towards Canada. They start talking a little bit Canadian, right? Yeah, you want to start talking like the Youpers up there in the Fargo's. <laughs> oh, the Youpers. <laughs> Duh. Dude, I tried all the accents, man. I think by the end of the whole fucking thing, I didn't even know what accent I had myself anymore. And that's what when was I got the learning curve going back home or going to Mexico then. Huh? What was your learning curve going back to in having in having Spanish become your number one language? Well, first of all, I thought I knew how to speak Spanish, and it turns out I don't know fucking. <laughs> I was wondering that. Everybody's like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> I'm happy to hear it though, because that's the way I feel every time I go to a Mexican restaurant. I order the molcajete. Am I not saying it right? I don't know. They no, always you're correct not me. Right, molcajete is not it. It's not a Yeti. It's not it's a hairy not a beast. Molcajete, wait. <laughs> if you're in Saskatchewan, then molcajete, that's exactly how you're going to say it. Now, yeah. you got to you gotta literally say molcajete. Okay, with more of an H almost. With a molcajete. J. Molcajete. Oh, with a J. Yeah, but a funny J, not a J from up uh-huh. here, a J from down it's there. Bad way. 
Oh, Un mortajete, güey. Why? That What's means, the difference? Hmm? That means a mocajete, fucker. No, don't get me stabbed. You love doing that shit. You started, you were probably the first. Uh, maybe it's the gullible in me, but that's one of the things that uh, you, you tormented me with the most. Because you would try and get me to say different words and different things and give me the idea it meant something else. And I knew you'd be lying because then you and Tony would start snickering off to yourselves. <laughs> gullible, bro. You're gullible. You're gullible, dog. I just trust him. Now, obviously, uh, that's a mistake with some yeah, people. Yeah, you, you can't do that. You can't do that shit. See, you know? see that's what keeps me out of Mexico, too. I'm too trusting. <laughs> Well, now it's different. Now it's different because you're over here and I don't want you to get shot. <laughs> okay. All right. I, yes. See, but that probably wasn't much different than being in Baltimore or Philly, to be completely honest, huh? Nah, Baltimore, ain't nobody going to shoot you, man. Nobody's going to shoot you, dog. They're just going to laugh. Cops, the cops will shoot you in Baltimore. Well, yeah, but, but that's different. <laughs> Those are the cops. Yeah. Can't trust them anyway. You 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 feel more um comfortable with police officers that you just have to bribe? Yeah, you just bribe the cops, and you know what? They never really pull you over. I mean, yeah. you, you tattoo really any? Have to? I don't know. I guess attract attention to yourself or really really fuck up. But I'm gonna use an example of one time that I got out of a bar, and, and um. When I got out of this bar, I, uh, mezcal, por favor. When I got out of this bar, I was fucking lit. I was drunk as a motherfucker, man. And before I left the bar, I started ordering just water so I could, uh, sober up. Sober a up. Yeah. And I walked out of the bar with a big old cup of water. And I jumped in the passenger side. Maria drove. We got maybe a mile or two down the road when we get pulled over. And they're trying to take me to jail, supposedly, because I'm drinking in public. And Maria's trying to yell at me like, it's water, it's water. But they're not letting her talk to me. And, and you're uh, drunk as shit, so you don't even really know what's going on. Remember, it was water, man. So finally, I'm like, you know what, motherfuckers? Fuck you guys. What the fuck, man? What's it going to take? You know what? Here's 200 pesos, which is $10. Mm -hmm. And I go, and just let me get the fuck out of here. But now I'm mad at Maria because she's driving, and I've never gotten pulled over while I've been driving drunk. Um, <laughs> so you're going to blame it on her? It's her I fault at this point? And I'm like, you know what? Get the fuck out of the driver's seat. I'm driving home now. She's off at the <laughs> cops right there. I said, fuck it. I already paid him 200 pesos. So they'll escort us home, you know? <laughs> Did they? Did they follow you all the way home? Or? They followed me half the way home, but they gave they give you a code. Uh -huh. So if you get pulled over again, you just tell the next cop the code and you're free to really? continue. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the pigeon perches on the rooftop in the rain? Uh, <laughs> more like some numbers or somebody's okay. somebody something, man. They say, you properly say mocajete. Mocajete, way. Mocajete, way. There you go. You fucking got it now. Now you can. I just have to add the swear word on. They won't. They won't repeat it if I say it like that, will they? 
I always feel like I'm getting corrected by like a, a Spanish teacher or something when I, when I order. Oh, the people at the restaurant? Yeah. So I think I'm just, I, I, I think I've been thinking about it. I think I'm just going to start reading it just like I see it. Just, I'd like the Mocha Jetty. Jetta? Jetty? Yeah, that right there. I'll and like then that, they'll please. laugh even harder. <laughs> hey, I, you know, second dog, give me them quesadillas. Quesadillas. Creadillas. <laughs> dillas. So you don't get to do you get to come back on vacation, though? Everybody gets to vacation at some point. No, I never get to go into the States again. You know, here's the thing for me. I want to come down, but you know how gullible and trusting I am. Right. I got you over here now. I mean, you're in Mexico. (laughs) I have to have your back over there. You were we were just all part of a gang. Yeah. it's all everybody's hanging out everybody's talking shit doing shit did you fall Uh, in with the crowd like that there i hear every time i talk to you or i see you tattooing live it seems like it's pretty lively well you know me i'm lively other places might so much but I, i like to enjoy life man i always have and i think i always will bro I'm no turning what soil you're on. Old in, in March 7th, bro. 52 now. Fuck. Holy shit. Exactly, bro. 52. <laughs> I'm over a half a century old, dog. <laughs> so what have you learned in this in this sage, you know, year of your life? What what have uh, what's the wisdom that you have to, to pass on? wisdom live life let people live their life enjoy it as much as you can because we never know when we're gonna um exit the world you know what i mean yeah Um, so to put that in short words just live laugh love right live laugh love (laughs) yeah lots of loves you know um i get along with mostly all of my exes so uh, I think I'm doing pretty good, you know. Me and Maria had we we get along real good, but I told her, "Why are you suffering over here in Mexico?" Because it is a different lifestyle over here, as as we're used to going into a bar or something like that. And before we got walk out of that bar, we know half the people in the bar. You know what I mean? That's just. Yeah. Our personality as tattoo artists, most of our personalities. Certainly Locos' personality <laughs> as a tattoo artist. Certainly mine. I, yeah, I know most of the people when I get out of that bar, who, whichever bar I go into. But over here, and the sometimes are the bouncers too. <laughs> when did I get kicked out? Oh, I, I guess I think- I'm just at, paraphrasing. Have you not been kicked out of anywhere? <laughs> couple times and and then they wanted to kick me out and they're like you're allowed well that's how he is motherfuckers <laughs> yeah maria's maria went back to the states then you sent her on maria her way to a happier life where she's used to it well she has all her family and and um mm-hmm. she has my family down there also you know which gives her a a wide range of support you know yeah when over here in, in Mexico, um, I have a, a little bit of family, but we're on opposite ends of the world, you know what I mean? Or opposite ends of how we look at the country. The you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I, like oh, okay. to, I like to have fun. I like to get crazy. 
Well, they do call me local for a reason, right? And they're yeah. more like um, just calm people and shit like that. So, what they they live close though, where you're at? Huh? They live close to where you're at though, within an hour or so, or cousins here that real close. They're they're thirty minutes away, you know. Uh, they're in the city. Um, I they don't party the like Loco does. No, they don't party like me. They have their ways of partying, which their ways is 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 um something to envy, I guess, you know, because they really do have that nice family life when yeah. they all get together. But that's not local. <laughs> no. Well, you think that, that that's because of uh you know your your upbringing of sorts then too that, that they have all known each other all this time. Exactly. And I, I barely met him maybe like three years before I came down here, you know, and, and I only chilled with them yeah. for hours, you know, or a day or two. When Is they it most of their to visit my aunt or something, you know? Okay. Most of their so partying is reserved to tradition kind of um, celebration things. Yeah. Yeah. They're very much into tradition. Right on. And my yep. more into bitches and hoes and <laughs> well we missed that and we, we uh, you know the biggest problem of the melting pot might be a a loss of culturalism of sorts um <laughs> you know or at least the good aspects of culturalism because i'm sure there's plenty of bad ones to it but you know you lose a little bit of community when you when you don't have a tradition yeah 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 i guess you know i mean um Single tear onto the bitches and hoes. You're around the most beautiful women in the world now, and tequila, and tequila, love and life. Um, what's that? Are you Hugh Hefner down there yet? Then, oh man, that, 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 I don't have enough money to be Hugh Hefner, bro. You know what I mean? I, I need to save up some more fucking pesos to do that life right there, dog. But but well, I, I was enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself out here. Um, um, getting around and and um, it's it's uh, it was an eye opener for me, you know, when I got to chill with people here in Mexico because, like I said earlier, when you go to a bar, you can't really talk to other people, so I don't really get to learn a lot about what what Mexico's about and when you hang out with a bunch of guys it's no fun who wants to be in the sausage fest fuck that shit you know what i mean so so you found yourself at the strip bars what you're telling me i think actually no no i i i've only been to one strip bar out here in 5 years oh wow i i've just found well they're they're super they're different than they are in the states it, it's 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 more of a, when you go to a strip bar here, you get a girl to sit down with you and you buy them drinks at an outrageous price, you know? Mm. Uh, like a 40-ounce normally costs you, let's say, 50 pesos. But okay. you go to a, a, a strip bar, which they call table dances over here, and that same 40-ounce costs you 900 pesos. Well, that's uh, more than it takes to bribe the police officers. Exactly. And more than it takes to fuck a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> that hooker's ugly then, I'm hoping. 
Or I don't no, know. I guess I'm not hoping, but ass hookers, man. You know what how, I mean? How how you is that massage, supply and demand like, not being meet, met then properly? What happened? How is that supply and demand off kilter then? It costs more to buy a girl a drink at a strip club than it does to screw her. Is it just screw a, a like? Because people want to feel that that um that they're living life there or whatever it is. I don't know whatever. Mm-hmm. Their rocks get off of being at a strip club, but shit, we know we've been to all the best strip clubs in the United States. And yeah. when you go to the ones here, it's like it, it doesn't compare. It doesn't compare at all. No, it's not fun. I love Atlanta strip clubs. They were the best. Um, what are the eye-opening parts? And I'm sure you didn't mean just strip clubs. What were the eye-opening parts from a you know kind of stranger in a in a familiar almost but strange land? Um, I'm still opening my eyes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just hanging out with different girls and they teach you different ways, different areas of the city. You know, they all talk different. So you learn a, a little bit of their culture, a little bit of, of their life and start realizing why it is what it is here you know and um, no i don't what do you mean what it is what it is there in in mexico you mean in mexico yes yes mexico compared to the states the states start to get an idea of the political uh, i don't know if political is the right uh but the landscape of the um of the ideologies and kind of how society feels from state to state and place to place you mean that's it that's exactly right it's the ideology of every single person, you know, they, they all have different different ways to look at the world, you know? And right. Yeah, like if you go to the something similar, you go to Kansas, they're going to be one way different than they are in Alabama than they are in Fargo, Minnesota. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very different. But even in the same, in the same city, because this is a pretty big city, you have different walks of life in the actual city itself, you know. Some people are um, uppity or or preppy yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Some are hood, some are in between. Some claim to be naive, some claim to be too smart, you know. And, you know, you just check them all out. <laughs> Not different than... Uh what you had to do in america just you're you're finding it different through the lens of 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 the language there's not really a language barrier but there's language differences but and and also and they look at me differently you know they look at me like a foreigner you know yeah yeah i was wondering because you kind of carry yourself oh good your what's up my Spanish is not as good as their Spanish. So sometimes yeah. I'll say some words that I think are Spanish. And, then they <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck did you just say? What? what, what, what? Or some, they'll say things and I'll be like, can you explain that to me, man? You know, break Does it, it get to be a judgment against you then you feel sometimes? Sometimes it's a judgment against you. Sometimes it's a benefit towards you. If I were to do it, it might be more um, allowed. Okay, ben- yeah, because they're like, you're just an idiot. But at the same time, could mean that the cops are going to take more than 200 pesos to get off this ticket. 
Yeah, or you just play stupid and like, nah, I don't got shit. <laughs> that don't sound that that ends me up in it. <laughs> I've sure? done that. I've done that. Oh, yeah. I spoke nothing but English, and I'm like, ah, uh, I don't understand you, man. Whatever, whatever. Oh my god! You want to take me to jail? Let's go then. You know, and they just look at me and like, just, just go, just get out of yeah. here. You're like, I'll learn Spanish in jail. Yeah, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'll go pay the fine <laughs> there or whatever it is. What percentage and, of people that you come across can speak uh, um, English? Um, let's say forty percent. Okay, so even 40%. a number. There's a certain number of the police officers that understood words that you were saying, at least for sure. Yeah, but then they try to play the part they don't understand you either. You know what I mean? All <laughs> 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 the fucking. Uh, all the fucking game in this bitch. That's one of my favorite responses to like, a, you know, when a security guard at a hotel or something's telling you some shit you don't need to know and, you know, whatever. You're right. One of those instances, somebody is just trying to put themselves into your party for no reason. Right. And my one of my favorite responses is always no habla. No habla. <laughs> yeah, no, no habla. <laughs> Say it as, as straight as you can. No hablo. English, no hablo. Yeah, that's why I'm speaking, motherfucker. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just don't get you. Yeah, yeah, Holmes. It's well, hard. We miss you, man. We we are we, we do need to make a trip down. But like I said, I I have always been scared to step out of the, the states for whatever reason. Um I like it nice and comfortable, you know, in this dirty little city of Flint. Where everybody speaks my vernacular, uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't need to bribe the pl- police here because actually, yeah, you do. Fuck these police here. God bless you can't police. bribe a cop over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Somehow, somehow, some way. <laughs> I don't know, you man. It's corrupted shit around there? Flint. Mm, no, I can't say that. But I don't know that it. I, I wouldn't put it past them, you know. Except for body cams and shit, but. Uh, these cops are definitely on the take. These mofos have been corrupt for a minute. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. And Flint, for sure. It's been I my whole never life. had a cop I can bribe in the States, man. Ah, dude, I got... I cop <laughs> friends in Atlantic City that gave me get-out-of-jail-free cards. <laughs> well, that's because we're talking about $200 or 200 pesos bribes, and that don't go very far. But you you get with a good $5,000 bribe, something like that. Oh. Now... Yeah, I mean, no five thousand dollars. Exactly, you you're like I sit in jail on that. The same attitude. <laughs> I my my jailer has had us has so as I shouldn't. Did I just say that five times? My jail ass ass ass. My <laughs> ass ass down here. It ain't good. And that's my opinion that I would rather sit in jail than spend five grand sometimes. And well, I don't know. I've I've never tried to broach it. How do you how do you broach it? How do you, how do you bribe a I police never officer do it. the best way? I okay. would never How, well for travelers to to mexico what would be the best way to get to the moment where you're like i see what's going on here they'll let it be known you know they'll tell you okay or, <laughs> or just the 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 famous words how much how much cuanto 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 that right means that what's the the way to get the cheapest one like if i really want to work whatever angle to like play sympathy or something like one one i i speak i speak english is what you're saying uh-huh. 
But well, I would also get different pockets, money and your different pockets into yourself. Uh, some of your socks, whatever the excess okay. money or whatever. So you can reach into certain spots for that set bribe amount and say, look, this is what I got. I give you this much and bam. But you only go to that one spot. They don't know that you actually got 200 somewhere else. Well, yeah, but you, you try to hide the rest of it, you know, so even if they search you, they're not going to find it. You know what I mean? OK, yeah, because <laughs> they may search it. And then, then what happens? They, they don't it. have search and seizure laws over here, dog. No. How? What are the differences between your rights over there to here? Um. Well, there are no rights. I guess. Okay. I mean, if you're an attorney or something like that, you could bust out your lingo and all that shit. And I've seen it on videos and shit where they right. tell them. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Right. I don't know any of that shit, so I can't tell them what they can or cannot do. So I just that's similar to-, to your experience here in the States. Well, I knew more of my rights over there, but. OK. Yeah, because I grew up there and, you know, you pretty much grow up where people teach you your rights. Right. Yeah. Like, no, dude, if that's in a locked box, they can't look inside it without a without a, co- a court order. A warrant, yeah, yeah, shit like mm-hmm. that. So, but o- over here, um, uh, um, there's no locked box law. I don't know. I've never had a locked box, man. But, but uh, you, you pretty much got to watch your money because I got pulled over out here once. I was taking this girl out, and uh, we were supposed to go eat some tacos, and I stopped off at a liquor store to buy a six pack of beer. And it's very usual over here to jump in the car, crack open your beer and drink and drive. You know, Uh it's just like nothing here, you know. Uh And as I'm taking the chug and I'm getting to the corner, a fucking cop pulls up in front of me and pulls me over right away and searches me. And I didn't notice that when he searched me, he pulled into my wallet and pulled all my money out and took off, man. He says, all right, don't drink and drive anymore. He ran into his car and <laughs> they fucking hauled ass, dude. Oh, my God. What happened? What just happened? And it just, I had an intuition. So I checked my wallet and it's yeah. fucking, dude. They fucking took like 2,800 pesos, which is $140, you know. A good haul. Which- I mean, if if they were settling for 200 pesos for, a, for your earlier stop. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, they they, they got now. Whenever I get pulled over, I grab my money in one hand, and I'm like, I ain't letting this go, bitches. You can search (laughs) me all you want now, motherfuckers, but I ain't giving you access to my money no more. Is you're learning the lay of the land? This is the eye-opening part. Yeah, you're getting the (laughs) the hood lessons. Uh huh. Well, what about hood lessons actually out there could be dangerous for somebody like yourself? Because, right, you'd come out there. If you weren't loco, the person that I know, you would be you could be a mark more because you're kind of fish out of water. You don't have as much family. You don't have you're not as close with your family, at least as as you might have had close. Mm -hmm. The only way you really get in trouble over here is is fucking up big time. Um, buying blow in the bathroom, um, trying to sell some sort of service or something, you know what I mean? 
And then they yeah. find out you're doing this shit and you're, you're in big trouble. Um, but tattooing wise, you've been doing fine then because you're a tattoo yeah, yeah. artist. So you already got your hustle. I've been doing right, you know, and, and nobody really fucks with you, bro. Like, just keep to yourself. Um, I probably the closest I've gotten to thinking I may be in trouble is with a couple of chicks that turned out to be um mafios. Oh, you know? mafioso, yes. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Like what? They were they were affiliated family. What happened? They were affiliated through their family with mafia a, or a fucking narco, bro. You know what I mean? And, and narco is a, a narcotics uh, police officer seller. No, they don't oh, call okay. them over here. The narcos is the person that sells it. Okay. Um, and so they they were dealers themselves that you were messed up with, and that, that I could, thought girls. Yeah, they'll get you with waking up with fleas. <laughs> That'll get you in trouble anywhere. <laughs> Here in the States, in the world, bro, you know? So walk me through leaving America and going to the to Mexico, leaving the States and going to Mexico. You find, how, how do you know that the jig's up? This is the last moment that you have to leave. Were you going to be incarcerated or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when Trump won, I, I told myself, I got to get out of here. I gave myself... To the end of 2017, because he won in 16, right? Mm -hmm. So 17, by the end of 17, I got to be in Mexico. Um, but it turns out that my vehicles that I was driving were registered to my aunt's house in the United States, which was my old house. Mm -hmm. And, and um, come like, I think it was like the last week of February or something of 2017. Um, I get a call that um, I had the whole police department. I had ICE. I had the police department. I had SWAT. Um, I had everybody. At that address? At that address, yeah. You weren't and there, obviously. So my aunt says, you know, they're looking for you. What you going to do? I said, well, I got to get out of here. Then I started getting all my paperwork ready for Mexico because Mexico doesn't fucking know me. You know, right. I never existed in Mexico my whole life. And you're going to have to make it across the border somehow, too. Well, yeah. Where, I had to, I, I, and I, I took most of my stuff from the states that I collected throughout the years. I bought myself an enclosed trailer and with my big old monster truck fucking towed that shit to Mexico. And just drove uh, across. They didn't really give you a hard time going across. No, no, they didn't give me a hard okay. time at all, man. I didn't have to deal with them at all. Um, I had to deal with the Mexican cops, which I had <clears throat> done everything legally the way they wanted me to do it. But no matter what, they kept me there all day. And um, what do you think the purpose was? To get money from me. I had to give them money. I had to give okay. them 40 pesos. So they would your first me. lesson. First lesson. No matter how legal you think you are, you got to give a cut. Somebody's getting a cut, no matter what. And Is then it, that's so go amazing. Ahead. No, I just find that so amazing. It because like at one point, if that's so much ingrained in your life, people there will if they are going to do a, a civil thing, right? So they're going down to a civil building to 
get some clerk work or something like that. They're going with bribe money, expecting, I'm betting, to give somebody some money to get their paperwork on the top of the pile or some shit. Um, not really, not really, because I haven't had okay. to give a bribe for any of my tattoo shops down here, the two that I've had. You know, but okay. you can you can pay a person to do all the paperwork for you, whether it is to get a driver's license, whether it is to get a, a permit for a business or whatever. They call those guys. Um, ¿Cómo le dicen a los güeyes que les pagamos para que hagan las cosas aquí? No, güey. Los, pero como pagar tu licencia y toda esa madre. Coyotes. They're called coyotes, bro. You give them okay. some money, get all the paperwork done for you. You know what I mean? It's like, like a, a coyote. Coyote, exactly. Except they ain't crossing my me ground across the border. You know? Right. Um, They're crossing your your words across the border of, of jurisprudence, whatever. of yeah, legal yeah. shit, so, legalese. I I have since I've been here, I have not had to pay one of those guys for anything because I want to do everything legally, and I don't have to worry about it. You know. Those guys aren't the legal way to do it, then you mean? Yeah, they, they do it legally, but they just okay. they don't wait at the end of the line. They go to the front. Okay. Um, they overlook a couple little discrepancies that you might have, and they just give you your paperwork immediately. You know, you don't have to take your driver's license test. They just show up with your paperwork and come out with your driver's license. <laughs> that, so that's, that's why we that have can't a be a good system. Here. <laughs> right. What's your insurance like? Not bad. Not bad at all. It's, all right. it's not that expensive compared to the States. <laughs> okay. Surprising. It seems like everybody would be in accidents. Uh, and you know only, what? Only the rich you people get accidents because only they can. What's that? You can crash every week here. They don't keep a tally on your record. Oh my you, God. you don't you don't develop a record. You can't have too many speeding tickets where they take your fucking license away. Right. It doesn't happen. If you you're rich enough, you keep driving. Day. Huh? If you're rich enough, you keep driving. They just keep taking money from you, though. I got to figure, right? Yeah. Every fine. accident. Uh-huh. You do get fined. You get your fines, yeah. Or you pay, you know, people to pay your fines and you pay half of what you're supposed to pay and it gets erased from your record. <laughs> There's just local ombudsmen of sorts that are working nefarious angles with the township. It must be like, this is all bribery well, based then I when you say you pay half of the price. Let's say like I just renewed my registration on my vehicles. And one of my vehicles had like a thousand two hundred peso fine on it for speeding, and one of my old girlfriends um, is doing that that shit where she's able to reduce your fines. Um, she, I, I got a hold of her. I said, "Hey, I got this fine. I need to pay." Um, what do I need to do? And she's like, uh, 520 pesos. And I said, 520 pesos gets it removed. She goes, yep. I sent her 500 <laughs> pesos. She knows somebody that works at the place. They go in there and they race it off the computer and you're done. 
awesome. Right on. It's kind. Of, yeah, it, I mean, it's. I, it kind of sounds awesome. It kind of sounds scary too, though. Like your your uh, legal recourses would would be um, limited, you know, against other people that might mean to do you harm, or or you know, fucked up business with you. What about yeah. your business going in? Like you get slip and falls. What, what's uh what's your business going through like uh, for your clientele and all through your 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 tattoo parlor? If they slip and fall, I stand them the fuck up and I kick them out of the tattoo shop. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, but they, they don't have those resources. Besides, I am insured in my business. So yeah. if that were to happen, my insurance will take care of it. And how was opening up the shop? You, you were there. You went to work for somebody first? or did you- I, I was about to, but I, I just I couldn't work for somebody that the people work differently out here than they uh-huh. do in the States. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I couldn't see myself doing that because it just wasn't me, man. You know, I, I felt it, it was- seems like it could put you on the bottom almost of a pecking order too, because you're like, you're the guy out of water and they're like, this is the way it's done silly. And you're like, yeah, but this is the way it's actually better. Not that I can tell everybody that because changing everybody else's conception along might be impossible. Well, that, I've had a hard time hiring people because they, they all work all, that way. Rock stars. They all think their shit don't stink. They all think their tattoos are badass. And as soon as you point out some shit to them, like this isn't cool or you need mm-hmm. to fix this or fix that. And no, you can't show up whenever you want or, you know, just stupid shit, man, which is, which is uh um how, how would I put it like common sense, bro? They yeah. don't have any fucking common sense, man. Well, uh, right isn't now, that I've the same complaint though? That seem to be pretty smart, and okay. they're like, okay, I want to learn your ways, and and you know, they they actually embrace the way I work, so that helped me out, man. You know. Not having to deal with prima donnas, man. Fuck. They want to embrace your Chicano style. Chicano or American ways of working. I was wondering, yeah, because they almost like going there. Here in America, you did a Chicano style. You know, there was no question. You go there. It's (laughs) yeah. Like I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a Kyle style. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, are you doing American traditional over there now so that you could be unique or I think you... I've tried no hell no, there's a lot of people doing <laughs> traditional. More okay. people are doing the neo-traditional shit now than the actual traditional. Mm-hmm. You know? And and right now, I would say the last year, year and a half, I've seen people embracing the Chicano style a little bit more, but they really don't want that shit, you know. They they call cholos, uh, uh, the word cholo, which is a Chicano, you know, we're cholos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but over here, they look at somebody who's homeless, who, who fucking looks like shit. And they're like, no. look at that cholo marijuana, you know, like, <laughs> okay. stoner cholo, man. he's a gangster of weed, huh? Yeah, dog. And I'm like, dude, that ain't no fucking gang. There ain't no gangsters in Mexico. Is there a Cholo yeah. Diamore? And he's going to fucking cut you into pieces. You know what I mean? But it ain't over a hood. It's over because you're trying to fuck him over money. 
What about uh, how close to Cozumel you ever get? How how close to Cozumel are you? Uh, I'm three hours away on a plane. Oh, on a plane. Right on. On a plane. That's the closest I've gotten. Well, they dropped us off. What, what what do you call the place? Puerto what? Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Oh, see, that's what an idiot. See, I thought there was a Puerto. So I figured that you were definitely on the Gulf Coast or something. No, no. I'm Because I thought I'm, it was a port. I think I'm more, <laughs> more center west coast of the country. I'm in the center, a little bit inclined towards the west coast. You know, and mm -hmm. me, the ocean in in Puerto Vallarta, uh, Nayarit, Tepic, uh, I'm, I'm four hours away from that. Colima, four hours away. Um, but you, if I want to go towards the Gulf Coast, man, I'm like a day away driving, you know? Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I'd rather fly there. But it, it, it's beautiful and all over there because of the water. so pretty. It's so so Miami, so um, so that. But <laughs> if you remember when we go to conventions in Miami, it's fucking hotter than a motherfucker, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so fucking humid that um, it's hard to enjoy that motherfucker. And then when I started going to Florida at the end, the water was so full of fucking... Because of the heat, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they had sea lice and oh fuck all that shit, man. I stopped. What was it? The water was turning green. They had that flesh eating bacteria shit, you know? Like fuck. That kept wanted... you out of Florida. That's Florida, man. All them dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm talking about the Gators. Yeah. The Gators fans. <laughs> What, when, when you were a kid, let's go back to when you're a kid learning tattooing. Do you learn it as like you saw it and you were like, that's what I want to do? Or was it an offshoot of the uh, lifestyle you were living, hanging out? You said you were always thugging. Um, yeah, my cousin, my cousin tattooed me when I was like 11 years old, bro. Pretty young. At the stairwells to a parking structure, bro. What would you use to tattoo you with? A needle and string and some pelican ink, Indian yeah, ink. Yeah, it's my first one too. You were two years on me. I was thirteen. What'd you get it, tattooed on you at, at eleven years old with a a needle and and you wrapped the thread around it so it holds ink, right? Yeah, and that needle was that sewing needle that's so fucking thick, man. Yeah, like, and then you push it in like three feet deep into you. Exactly. So that, they were using no thin needles, dog. They're using no uh, fucking bags. What'd you what you get tattooed on you? He tried to tattoo my last name on my ankle. I said because <laughs> it didn't happen, bro. No. It was on Thanksgiving Day. We snuck out to supposedly go play. I think he was like two years older than me. He's like, let me tattoo you. Oh, like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> you still see him around? I talked to him through social media and shit. I don't see him that much anymore. Did, did he ever tell what he ended up doing? You know, my sister turned 15. Wait, he tattooed who? Uh, no, no, he tattooed me, but I said the last time I seen him, Andy. Okay. And the last time I seen him is when my sister turned 15 years old. Okay. So that's. Some time back. 
a long time ago, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was but, just wondering. He didn't. He didn't end up tattooing though. He never had the illustrious career you did. He said he did tattoo. I never seen any of his tattoos. Okay. But, that, but it's the only saving grace he like, might have. I mean, if he's preying on a somebody younger than him, is he, I guess there's one saving grace is he's he's young himself. But if he's preying on somebody younger than him for his, you know, scratching pad, then the only saving grace is if he does eventually get to tattoo. Because otherwise, fuck you, man. You screw people up. What are you, an accountant? You know you don't belong doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I see him, like I said, on social media. I really haven't really asked him what he does. But I think he works for some fucking paper pushing shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, well. But tattooing, it did, it did end up in you getting this, the desire then. From that yeah. tattoo, you you wanted think, more, or you just wanted I, to do better than he did. I tattooed at twelve years old using the same technique. Who'd you and, tattoo? Um, a ten-year-old. Ah, uh, fuck! People my age—they were my age. Actually, one of my cousins—he was younger. Yeah, I think I have him by four years. What what kind of stuff were you doing then <laughs> when you started picking it up? I did one fucking poke on him and he ran like a bitch <laughs> Eric, that's my cousin Eric we still talk about that to this day He's like, what was the, cur- the tattoo was going to say courage right uh, I think I was going to do like initials from our hood in Mexico man when I lived in Mexico at 12 years old uh, my li- mom brought me here to stay in Mexico for a while so that they could fix my residency in the states you know but i had to be in mexico for that to happen okay so that's how that came about and then um i went to the states as soon as i got to the states it didn't take me long to run away um then uh i started dealing and doing gang life um you just saw that as the answer to what you're running away from well as a way to support myself how are you going to support yourself at 12 years old yeah it's hard to get a job at mcdonald's (laughs) fuck that shit don't even pay it's hard to get a job anywhere at 12 years old and it's not like here in mexico you can go out to the fucking every corner in the street here and and wash windows on a car dude and get paid you know what i mean and you try doing that in the States, you're going to fucking jail right away, dog. Fucking cops will pick you up in a heartbeat, you know? Truancy mm-hmm. and all that shit. Um, right. So I, I stayed from 12 to 14 living in the streets. I think, like, around right before I turned 14, like, like two you or had, three you before had that. You gang affiliated to do that. Am I wrong? You're definitely yeah, yeah. Okay. affiliated. Uh-huh. And then uh, my aunt picked me up she said why don't you come stay with me for a little while i'm tired of you know i'm, I'm worried Seeing about you fuck up you know so i said okay yeah i'll try it Thea. and it didn't work out too good you know because i was still just going home to her every every two three four days or something like that to sleep and i'd be out and about so she brought yeah. me to mexico on a vacation and left my ass down here dog yeah um, Yep, at 14 years old, I stayed out here for a full year. 
what the fuck was she was this like this is like trying to make a kid quit smoking you caught caught him smoking so you're like no i'm gonna make him smoke a whole pack <laughs> right like if if she's trying to keep you from a, a thug life at all leaving you in mexico doesn't seem like it would help well it didn't it didn't because i went <laughs> okay. right to my thug life dog you know i did my thing yeah. uh, it seems like I it might have been easier busted over here and tortured and and uh it was not a good it was it was i had a blast the whole year i was here but you say tortured it's like rival gang type stuff you mean no by the cops the cops tortured me man i i I, uh i was growing a plantation of weed out here i had like 25 plants and then one time i went out to go get my weed from the plants Mm. and um Fucking cows ate my plants, dog. <laughs> okay. They ate my whole fucking plants. And I had all these plants like on cliffs and shit. How the fuck yeah. they got my plants? I have no fucking idea. Are you but sure I- it was cows? Leaves, you know what I mean? Yeah. They let me eat leaves there and I used those. I took them back home. I said, well, I'm going to smoke leaves now. Fuck, they ate my fucking weed. And that night I ended up getting You didn't in try a- and get some of that cow milk? And be like, I'll just, I'll just drink the milk. There wasn't even no cows around anymore, so I don't even know which cows fucking ate my weed, dog. <laughs> so, um, I ended up going back home that night, and there was a cop I didn't like who had busted me, uh, maybe a month or two earlier, and I told him, well, "Dude, if I ever catch you in the fucking street and you're not in uniform, I'm gonna fuck you up." And that night turned out to be he was harassing one of my little homies. Um, and I went out there and I fucked him up, man. But it, we were like a block and a half away from the police station. So they fucking just jammed on us. You're in their hood. <laughs> You're like in. close by. We were in the center, in the center of downtown. That's not the hood. It's like uh, the actual center. Well, of you're in their hood. I mean, by jurisdiction, if you're a block away, they're going to take that personal. So they took me in. And while they were taking me in, I remembered I had the weed and I tried to stash it in my um, boxers, the uh, the waistband. Mm-hmm. And uh, while well, they were punching my face, punching my stomach, punching my face, punching my stomach. So I dropped that shit. We all got an ass whooping as soon as we got to the station. One of my buddies, they opened half his face open. Another one. Um, with a knife or something or just by beating him? With the butt of the rifle. Okay. They hit him with the butt of the rifle in the face. And his whole cheek just busted open, dog. Yeah. Um, and, and another guy, they beat the fuck out of him. I guess they got scared with that one guy that got his face open. So the next guy, they beat up. Without the, next the gun. Guy, they beat up also bad. Um, to where he passed out, and they had to drag him to the to the holding tank. And they got to me, and they took out some um, rebar nunchucks. What and the fuck? Yeah, bro, I got my ass beat with rebar nunchucks. They did a gash on one of my arms, threw me in the fucking holding tank, and. Then they showed up at the end of the night and they're like, whose weed is this? And nobody wanted to cop to it. Right. Because I told them nobody better cop to it. Then they separated us and put us all in different cells. 
And the next morning I started hearing my buddies yelling like, man, homie, yelling, yelling, like. Like getting beat again, you mean? Because they were getting their ass booked. They got to me and, dude, they put a bunch of newspaper on you and they beat you up with the bat. So, um, What's you know, the news. Okay. And, and, uh, they did that one time. I didn't cop to it. And then they started again. And that's when I said, man, I can't, I can't let these guys take an ass whipping for me this bad, you know? Right. Over some weed. Over some, leaves, over some leaves of weed, dog. <laughs> it wasn't right. even buds. That whole, know? yeah, that whole procedure project started out. I don't know how it started out. Ended real bad. Ended bad. Well, it gets worse because now. Oh, fuck. When they go up to me the second time, they're like, dude, what's up? I said, you know what? Don't even beat those guys up no more. It's my weed. Now they're mad at you for making me wait that long. Who sold it to you? Hmm. And I'm like, "Uh, nobody sold it to me. I had my own plantation. Oh, fuck. The cows ate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that pisses them off more because they wanted the weed. They were like, "We'll go get that weed." Well, they're like, "You're lying, motherfucker! Ain't nobody yeah. ate your dog. dog." Ate my homework. Yeah, <laughs> the dog oh. ate my bribe. I'm sorry, officer. I had a bribe for you all set aside, but dog ate my bribe. It was seven days of torture, bro. Every like 45 minutes, they would come by and beat me up. They had a a pit on the bottom of the jail, uh, the bottom of the jail complex. Yeah. Which is like an underground pool, but it's not a pool. It's a place where they store water, you know, so that they can always have water. But that water is cold. And then they drop those big old ice fucking blocks into that water and throw you in there and. You know, it's like jumping in fucking frigid Alaskan waters or some shit right. like that. Huh? And they take you out and then give you an ass whooping. Damn, homie. <laughs> that shit hurt like a motherfucker. They so stopped. even after you copped to the weed, the beating continued. Oh, yeah. Well, they wanted me to tell them who sold it to me. And I started making up names. I'm like, oh, man, this guy <laughs> in this next town because they ain't believing. Right. That the cows ate my shit, dog. So I'm like, I, I don't know what else to tell you guys no more. Uh, I bought it in the next town over. Some ball guy, when I went into the town, he sold it to me. Nah, man, it wasn't working. Um, I think like on the fifth day, they started shocking me with a a tractor's battery. I don't know if you've seen a tractor's battery. They're pretty yeah. huge. Yeah. And they would use that, and they're shocking my knees. Oh, my God. Um, For two days. That was the fifth and the sixth day. The seventh day, they said, we're going to shock your balls. You're never going to have kids in your life. And then if you still don't tell us what's up, we're sending you to the big house, you know, which is prison here or whatever. But that Uh, might almost, was that worse or better? It seems like the beating might stop at least there. Well, it wasn't going to get any better. You know, the beating was going to stop, but jail ain't the best conditions out here, you know? Yeah. So um, when that happened, on the seventh day, they took me down. And luckily, my uncle was able to get him to stop fucking with me, and they released me, bro. So, like, Um, while while you were in, he must have been working 
somewhat. Yeah, yeah, to working to get me out. Finally got me out. But they were after me, man. They were after me for whipping that dude's ass, you know? Yeah. And and it took me maybe two months where I said, I can't stay here no more. And I went back to the States at 15 years old. How'd and, you get back? Uh, well, I had residency, so it wasn't an issue. I took the bus and okay. they picked me up in the States. I think I lived with my mom for maybe a month or two. And I went back to my old ways and left right. and was my own again, you know? All right. Um, now you got street cred. And, well, and all that too even a little bit more because of that <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah i'm not wrong fucking you get to tell anybody how, how many people in the streets you tell about some rebarb nunchucks like yeah I, I, yeah you wouldn't you have know, been able to sell me a pack of cigarettes without me telling you about it motherfucker beat me a rebarb nunchuck. you heard of such shit <laughs> rebarb nunchucks like so they had to commission these things to be made you don't just make the, the there ain't normal attachments you just can't find rebarb and be like this is per i i need you need to weld chain to that well yeah but that's it you know it's, it's super simple super ghetto yeah. or fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and they hurt like a motherfucker let me tell you <laughs> yes they do they fuck it, i know that shit clunked my head a few times and i was like ringing and shit dog you know <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, I mean, I would think that a rebarb nunchuck to the head could be a death blow. Uh, it could, but um, I survived it, you know, I, I live, well, I don't know if I survived it, because I guess I am who I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that had a little bit to do with uh, how I ended up. <laughs> well, is that kind of, does it, do you think that's at a young formative age? Do you think that that did play into how you decide to love life and live it to its fullest because you don't know when some motherfucker might be beating you with rebarb nunchucks for seven days straight yeah yeah and it teaches you that nothing is too harsh you know what i mean like um i, can I don't know do that's that. pretty harsh I'm, I'm feeling really soft compared brother I, I i can do whatever it is that comes with life you know mm -hmm. uh, so you're not scared of the polar bear challenge you jump in that alaska water after I got here for when I was 15 to the States, mm -hmm. uh, um, it took me maybe six months to get arrested or something. First arrest in the United States. And they're like, your kid don't give a fuck. He's not scared. He's not tripping. He's been arrested before. I, we know he has to have a record here. Yeah. And my mom's like, no, he has no record. First time you guys have arrested him. And they right. tell them, you, he's our, you once they arrested you, there's no way that you didn't experience the trauma or, or the expectation of it from oh, the last time that you ran in with cops. Not at all, man, because they were actually nice cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It was way different. Well, what, what gave them the impression that you should have that you should have had a run in with them before then? Because they caught me with like a quarter kilo of cocaine. And oh. <laughs> you didn't like, that, you, that wasn't your first purchase is what they're saying you know like yeah you worked your way up forever and we're gonna get you and all this and that and i'm like whatever dude let's go to camp snoopy man let's do this take me to jail you know send me to my cell and 
let's do the time, dude. I think they gave me a year that time for my first time arrested. And That's at 15 or, or you're 16 now? Now I'm 16 when I get out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Still not tattooing, but inside of at a parking lot or whatever. I did. I'm friends with your Indian ink. Well, no, no, we couldn't tattoo because it's juvenile hall. It's too hard, you know, too hard yeah. to do it. juvenile hall. But you weren't, you weren't <laughs> tattooing anybody else since the Indian ink foray, right? That's been four years since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do nothing all that time. It was just all hood life. Maybe, um, maybe if you had just been poking dotting all that time, you would have never ended up in any of those places. Yeah, but I would have never had fun. <laughs> rebar nunchucks motherfucker let me remind you rebar nunchucks <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? you'd never uh, have such a great idea of the of <laughs> yeah of the spectrum of fun old, 16 years old one of our weekend competitions mm-hmm. in california was could was to go to knott's berry farm and see how many chicks you could pick up while they were waiting for somebody to pick them up, mm-hmm. take them to the hotel, bang them, take them back to Nosberry Farm and pick up on another chick, you know? That was our competition, so Dude, that's better than posting fucking... You better be rapping that shit. Your dick's bumpy like a, like a trailer park. You got speed bumps on that. You telling a girl it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> My dick's good, dog. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> you was picking that was the fun. How do you? I don't. I just never had that game. Maybe it's the Canadian in me. Canadians be fucking is what I actually find out. But I think their their game is pretty much just like, hey, you down to fuck? Hey, uh, that's not even Canadian accent, is it? <laughs> Let me snap your bean, eh? Hey. <laughs> Let me snap your bean, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me push them them curds, eh? Uh, <laughs> Dude, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I, I don't know that I could. I never have once in my life been able to meet a girl and fuck her like within a within a day's time. I don't even oh, know that, that I've been it, able to like. We had like girls. It, it takes time for me to even build up the trust to get in the in a, in a you know compromising position i got it we, we ain't even rubbing pants and shit like that we're not we're not getting crotch fires going for the first date um they grow up in california and the barrio i see <laughs> wait that means you're scraping the bottom you're scraping this barrel so low that's what you're going for. I was in the, oh, hell no. Hell you're no. going for these girls like, I've never oh, had attention from a penis fine, before. Fine trims, fine trims. My record fine trans, was, trans? Trim, trim, trim. Don't start no rumors, Kyle. Five in one night. What? Let me say it again. Oh, what? Five in one night. And it started like at eight o'clock, and what? Knott's Berry Farm closes at twelve. So okay, yeah, it was. Like, then here's bangers. You know what I mean? You might have had. You might have. You might have. They might have been fine, like you said, maybe. But I know on that day, that scale definitely pushed. On that fifth one, you was getting some girl that was baking some some uh some bread in her in her 
shoes. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> stuffed into those wedges so tight because you're like, you're like, I just want to get the record, right? Yeah, I'm I want to get the homies, dog. Yeah, you're at the sevens maybe when you start, and sixes that's and the, the fives. By the end the of the night, that fifth was, one. <laughs> my, my homie's record, Ray, was seven chicks in one night, dog. Oh God! Well, then he scraped the bottom for those last three. And, and well, <laughs> picture this: there's three of us cruising three different cars, and we're all trying to pick up chicks. I, I had a like what low low rider style, low rider dog, hydraulics, all that shit. You're 16, so I had right? Supreme. Uh-huh. Ray, I had a 78 Cutlass. Uh, David had a 79 Oldsmobile, the big old fucking boats. Yeah, uh, Ray had a '79 Monte Carlo, and All it was like boats. seven, six, five, five, four, three. Like so, man, we were picking up bitches, dog. <laughs> right on. You want to go for a ride, huh? <laughs> yep. Want to go for a ride? I'll Listen wait, to wait. the I'll stereo. Go jump in my homie's car. You know, we were just yeah, it nasty was and young. It was the hood days. Nasty and young is right, dog. <laughs> but that's where you find the love for it, I guess, huh? I mean, it has yeah. to pay off. There has to be a reward. Well, yeah, women are the reward in life. Bitches and hoes. Yeah, okay. Bitches and hoes. <laughs> women, I like it. You said it way better. This is Valentine's Day after all. You said it way better than I did. Uh, although I was repeating yours, uh, bitches and hoes from earlier, but you said it much better. Women are the, the meaning in life. They are. They are. I mean, that's what we do everything in our life for, right? To pick up on some women. Eventually, you want to find the right woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried that four times, four different serious relationships. They didn't work. I guess I'm trying on number five right now, but. I'm looking at it like, let's see how long that goes. <laughs> well, is that because your age at this point and your expectation? You know, uh, if what you've you know, experienced before is already what it is, you have an expectation of it. No, no, I, I don't think it's the age because for some reason, this last year, bro, that, that I, I've been uh, uh, single. And enjoying life a little bit, man. I've 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 picked up on some chicks that I can't believe myself. You know, like how the fuck a fifty-two-year-old motherfucker is dating a 30, 31, 23, 40. Uh, um 23 is my youngest one that I've got, but all well, I wouldn't go any younger. Fuck. No, as I, old I don't, as you are, she, the, 23 was too young. You know what I mean? You have to explain her like that's Aretha Franklin. <laughs> 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 no, back in my day, up. that was called that. That wasn't a hashtag. It was a pound symbol. Or, or how about uh, black work? No, that's not called black work. That's called pepper. <laughs> pepper it's shading. Pepper, pepper shading. Right, it's called tribal. What do they what? call fucking pepper shading now? That's black words, dog. Okay, I I hadn't. I I'm doing a bunch of it. That little stipply kind of stuff. Yeah, and you hadn't thought of that. I I haven't thought to call it black work. I just call it black and gray. I just don't tell them that I'm going to use a three liner. 
Uh huh. But but you just use black on there, or do you? Oh, use okay. Um, no, I'm I'm still using washes. I use a lot more black than okay, I well, used yeah, to. Well, yeah, that's called that's called black and gray. But these motherfuckers nowadays, they want to tattoo with all black ink, which is what I was doing in prison, which was what yeah. I was doing when I was young. It wasn't okay. called blackbird dog. That shit was called pepper shading. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. You didn't have any other choice. These hipsters want to fucking come and want to reinvent the wheel as fucking. Yeah, uh, let them because you're already a master at it, and you can just stand <laughs> up there like I've been doing it back when black work was pepper shading. <laughs> I've been doing it when pepper shading was black work. Exactly, Old motherfucker. Motherfuckers want to rename everything. I'm like, okay. Then again, I look back at it and I said, yeah, I remember the days when I said I didn't need to do lines on my tattoo work because it was going to look fucking dope. And then five years <laughs> later, you look at that tattoo and you're like, ooh. Man, oh, I could have used a line, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did need the line. I didn't listen to my homie, dog. <laughs> That's funny about, and it's so, at one point, one part that happens in the industry is we compete with a pitcher. You know what I mean? We compete, a tattoo should last a lifetime. We know what it takes to build it and, or we should by now. And we convince ourselves sometimes that that isn't true, that something changed. Maybe the, the inks progressed. The needles are so much different now that you can put white in that tattoo. It will not turn yellow. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> on bring the white person. Yeah. <laughs> the bring it in is like, dude, it's all yellow and kind of brown. And you're like, well, here, let me show you the Instagram picture that I posted. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. was it's still white as shit. Look at I put the filter on. I actually had a, a client who I tattooed, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago or something like that in either Richmond or Washington, DC. That um, she put up a picture, but she didn't put up a new picture. She put up the original picture, and she says, I still love my tattoo, even though all the whites are the color of my skin now. And the girls are um, dark skin, you know, like black. Yeah. But she's not okay. really black. She's caramel, caramel, dog, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But she's like, yeah, all the whites are the color of my skin. Yeah, and if you want to live life, whites... White's not your color. Yeah, I tell all the customers, you don't fucking want white, especially you Mexican fools. You don't want fucking white. Dude. <laughs> Look at my that white Instagram shirt. picture. And I'm not even that brown, dog. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a little white. People tell me um, you're fucking white, dog, because I'm never in the sun. Vampire. Um, but but uh, yeah, homie, I don't use white. I fucking hardly use white, bro. Well, down there, it's a, it's a way. It's a more of a different story too than if you're tattooing say dc or minnesota tattoo well, yeah. somebody in minnesota break out your white they're they're fucking white they're white so the white is going to yeah. show up less yellow than if you're tattooing yeah. somebody who has darker skin right they never see the sun in minnesota yeah right. fuck, dude it's so fucking cold in that bitch no so you still specializing in black and gray down there? Is that what uh, I've always been in my racist opinion? I've just imagined that if I give any random Mexican a tattoo machine made out of a cassette deck and some baby oil and some black, he will break out a portrait of black and gray status. You know, 
You know what's so crazy out here, bro, is most people don't want black and gray. Most people I want color. Uh, yeah. um, I thought I was going to come over here and do all my life of Aztec shit, Chicano shit, and all that. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck, yeah. no, everybody wants to be a Viking. Everybody wants to be a Chinese, a Japanese. No, no. They want, they want something else than what's here. You know what I mean? And, That's funny. And And... I've been trying to get myself inspired to to be able to do my thing out here, but my thing doesn't work out here. You know, it's it's it's, it's like I said, maybe about the last year, it's it's being more wanted than than back in the days. But uh-uh. you gotta get people watching that Narcos movie. Anything with Mexican gangsters and tattoo folklore. That's, That's why what, they don't. Because they're watching uh, the, the Ink Masters and shit, and we do one day a Mexican or whatever. You know what I mean? You guys need your own no, they Mexican don't want Ink Master. We need to bring a tattoo show in your shop. Well, when are you coming out here, Ink Master? I, like, yeah, I'll get the cameras to follow me. They gave up huh? on me. Well, <laughs> I yeah, got a microphone. That's, that's because you talk shit to them fools, eh? Yeah, they deserved it. They liked it. They liked they it. Still, they used it. And they still want you. They still get you to go to all their reunions and shit. They don't have the reunions. And no, I'm not allowed back at the reunions. I have a tendency to not be allowed places that I go. If I frequent a place, eventually somebody would rather me not be there, it seems. Really? <laughs> I've Why? never held a job. Uh, more, I, the longest job I ever held was working for Tramp uh, at, at Eternal Tattoos. I held it for three years. Um, but before okay. that, I could never hold a tattoo job for more than a year unless I owned the shop myself. And what? then, Because um, I'm just not good with people at work sometimes, you know. Okay. <laughs> and, and also with jobs, it's just I think I was always, you know, my passion was in art and trying any other job that wasn't art. I couldn't. I couldn't stick around. So, uh-huh. and I, I didn't have any gangster love. So I wasn't, you know, rolling around in, in drop tops and shit. So <laughs> it wasn't nothing keeping me. I wasn't picking up five hoes in a day. So nothing keeping me at the yes, grind, you know. Love. I loved you, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I got plenty of that. Just, uh, I'm pretty hood as it turns out. You know, I grew up poor as shit. And, uh, but I was always like that that white kid that would ask weird and sometimes uncomfortable questions about like a misunderstanding of society. Like just that white kid that asked for a 13 and got a 31. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of <laughs> like that kid. Yeah, exactly. That kid probably really, I would, I was, I was, I would ask, uh, I was really curious. And so, and to me, ethnicities, I was around a, a fair number of them in my school. You know, it wasn't like all white, like many people's schools, but um, they, I thought they was cool. I, I didn't have, you know, my parents weren't racist. And so I was, I was talking to people, even though maybe they didn't want me talking to them. I was like the white kid, you know, I was like that white kid. Okay. Okay. But you're still now, that white kid. Yeah, I know. That's why I think I love hanging out with you so much because you make me feel like I'm at home. I was never not accepted. I was just, you know, and the nice thing is you'll get forgiven for a lot 
just like you were saying, you know, coming down to Mexico, I should I should not speak any Spanish. I should just be like an, an ignorant fucking tourist, I guess. No, um, no, do your Spanglish, homie. Do that shit. Do do my Spanglish? Mangle some of that shit? My mochachete? Yeah, homes. Let me see. I, I'm, I'm going to try and do a... I, I, I'm not sure if I can this year. If I don't mm. do it this year, I'm going to do it next year for sure. But I want to throw myself a birthday party, dog. But I want a bunch of you motherfuckers to come out here, man. You know what I mean? We'll have to make it happen then. So, so yeah, if yeah. I don't do it this year because uh, it is I, honestly a pain that you can't come to the states, and so it would answer that pain to give us some time because <laughs> you know how it takes to plan anything. But yeah, there's a boatload of motherfuckers love to come see you. I would love that, man. I miss all you fuckers, man. All of it. You know that's that's one of the things that hurts me the most of being out here. Is that I don't get to see all these homies that I made, you know, tattooing for what was it, 2000, 2008 to two thousand sixteen, bro. It was eight years. Of you didn't tattooing. get to go to Tony's uh, funeral then. I didn't get to go to Tony's funeral. That hurt, dog. That hurt, you know. Um, even uh, um. Fuck, I'm bad with my memory and my names. The homie from Richmond, dog. Uh, Kevin? Kevin Brown, was it? Kenny. I did, Kenny. I'm not familiar with him. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he passed he got, too. He, well, there well, was the month of September. Tony went down one week. The next weekend was Kenny Brown, who got in a motorcycle accident. Okay. He went down, and then the following week, bro, I fucking crashed head-on with the car, dog. Luckily, the car swerved a little bit, so I didn't really crash head-on. Were you on a bike? Moved. I I think Mm -hmm. I would have that third motherfucker, you know what I mean? Um, Fuck that. So so that was an eye-opener, bro, straight-up eye-opener. And it made me... You know, realize how how fragile life is. Like I said earlier, you know, like I've always lived life. Like you got to live it every single day because if I counted how many times I'm supposed to be dead by now, dude, man, uh, I'm like on my hundredth fucking life. You know what I mean? Rebar uh, nunchucks wasn't the last time. Oh hell no, man! All my gang life was like every fucking week you avoided fucking bullets and shit like that, dude. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't easy, bro. It wasn't easy growing up. Um, all my drinking doesn't help either, you know. Like this accent that I almost had because I was drinking. Uh, um, just, what what accent you had? Oh, the oh, you were drinking when you were driving. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I fell asleep on the wheel, bro. Oh fuck! That's when I almost crashed head on, you know, with that dude, and um. That woke me up like you can't drink and drive no more. Or you can't get drunk and drive no more. <laughs> you motherfucker. So now I tell girls, don't drink because you're driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Yeah. Um, but I slowed on my drinking a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I was, I was just going to wonder, like my wife and I, 
I think I had alcohol yesterday or a couple of days ago when we were all drinking. I had like one beer or something like that. What the oh, fuck? I, I had one one old fashioned with my dinner. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've become that kid, that old guy that shakes his fist at the kids when they when they walk by on his lawn. Are you talking about that old fashioned root beer? Nah, just an old fashioned. It's a type of drink. Makes oh, makes me Makes me feel like I'm referencing a hand job, so I think it's funny. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know how you put those two together, but <laughs> hey, that's an old fashioned. Remember right? that old fashioned dad? You get here. you get an old fashioned underneath the table. That's a that's a hand job. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in uh it's in the you know um <laughs> the dictionary. Okay, yeah, I'm I think, think it's in the Webster's. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna ask for an old fashioned tonight. It, it, listen, I had a person get like I was hooked on them when a friend of mine told me we were at a fancy dining place and he was like, Hey man, I suggest getting the old fashioned. It is extremely good here. I was like, All right, I'll do that. And it's like 24 bucks for like two or three ounces or something of, of scotch, right? Or whiskey or whatever. Oh, oh, you're talking about whiskey now. Yeah. Not so the hand. Not the hand job. No, uh-uh. <laughs> he wasn't recommending the old fashioned that fashion. He was talking about the actual old fashioned. Oh man, I thought he was like, I just got a hand job here, dog. You got to get one. You got to try it. The waitress hooked me up. No, or the waiter. No, dude. The, uh, oh, they, fuck that. <laughs> they did a whole like science fair project. They they bring out a whole like table to make your drink, and then they take a hickory chick or like a. Mahogany, I don't know. I think it was hickory, and they burn it, right? And they take the cup and they put it over that burning hickory chip so that the cup is now smoked. Then they pour the drink inside of it and they put the mix in it. Uh, and then they take um uh the, the the orange zest around the rim. And actually, I fucked up the order. They orange zest the rim around the smoked cup first, which was kind of weird. And you're like, does that even work? You're gonna wash it all off with the rest of the alcohol. I don't know. I don't make drinks. But anyways, that's the way they did it. And when they made it, it was fucking delicious, dude. Old fashioned. Oh, yeah, wait. Let me ask yeah. you guys right now. They have this drink here. Old fashioned the old way. Que le llaman a la antigua. Queman un pedazo de mezquite. Humean tu vaso. Le ponen... ¿Qué es lo que le sale de la naranja? De, de, de la... De la sumo. All right, I'm going to go try it. He says, right, my homie right here, Franco. Yeah. That drink here, dog. They do. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to go try that shit, dog. Tonight. All right. We started you on a new drink, but, maybe. Or maybe it's terrible. I'm going to get an old-fashioned hand job, too. <laughs> you get that under the table while you drink the other. Fucking A. <laughs> I love it. My my audience is now bilingual, dude. <laughs> so now I'm gonna drink an old-fashioned whiskey with an old-fashioned hand job on Valentine's Day. I was well, thinking video. You don't want that shit. <laughs> yeah, it would just yeah, keep it above the table. Just show me the smile. I'll know what's going on. 
<laughs> drink your drink and smile. Uh, brother, we love you so much. And, I love uh, guys. Let, let's get down there and celebrate a birthday. And, and we'll try and get with people, you know, and, and make it all a family get together. Wish you could come love- to Massachusetts with us this year. Can we maybe like, is there any disguise? Like I watch Mr. Bean and shit. Sometimes that guy gets around with disguises and, you know, what do you disguise yourself as? <laughs> We're going to disguise you, get you out of the country and bring you up to Massachusetts. Oh, hell no. I ain't trying to go to the States. <laughs> you know who, who's the person that could probably pull that off? I that would be Eddie from H2Ocean. I just had him on the show. I would have to go to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And, and then he'll bring you in, in a cigarette, bro. And get over there, you know? But I <laughs> yeah. my, which was expired 2019 anyway, but okay. uh, um, I, I don't know how else I would get over there. I, I wouldn't even want to try it because if I got caught in the States just for an illegal reentry, yeah. I can do it from five to ten years. Never mind. And, and, and but I'm these they, they don't they don't beat you with rebarb in these in these prisons up here, man. Yeah, but be... still five to ten years. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> no, no, we got living to do. But we'll have to make it down to see you. But I know when I'm turning people on to new old fashions, uh, or new terms for old fashions, or new ner- new terms for hand jobs, then I've stayed too long and said too much. So I should okay. sign off. And let you get on with your drink tasting. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you, fools. Say hi to Candy. Give her a big hug and a kiss for me. And say what's up to everybody when you see him, man. Tell them how much I miss everybody. I will. I will. I will uh, also try to put that together. Yes, as that. uh, And and do me this. One more thing, if you would. Help us follow you online so we can see your work and all that. What kind of handle do you have, you know, for your Instagram and your... um, it's still the same old, same old L-O-K-O-T, Locoti, L-O-K-O-T, Locoti. And for Facebook, it's Loco with a K also, and then a T-E for Te, Locote. Locote. And if you want to follow my shop, it's Club 44 Tattoo, so you can see all the good work that my homies are doing here, too. And you do. You do want to follow his shop. And you want to uh, send all the love in the world to our friend in Mexico that will be helping us navigate the bribes for uh, the, the the police when we get there. What, <laughs> what city is the name of the shop? Club 41, 42? What Club, was it? Club 44 Tattoo. Club 44 Tattoo. Okay. And we're in Guadalajara, Jalisco. Guadalajara, Jalisco. Yep. And How'd that's the second, second biggest city in Mexico. Oh, fuck yeah. Where all the fine women are at. Did, you know, I didn't. I, you are. Yeah, you did vote. I, I'm <laughs> skipping over one segment. It sounds like I should actually allow you to put me on the hot seat. I've asked you a few questions. We learned about rebarb and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, Would you put me on the hot seat? You got any questions you would ask me? Nah, you've been on the hot seat enough already, motherfucker. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> I love you, homie. So we love you, homie. You guys want to come down here, even if it's not with everybody. You have a house. You have a shop to come to. We have tequila. We have fucking waterfalls. We have the only circular pyramids in existence, uh, and we have the beach not so far away, which is awesome. 
If you guys like to surf, we have the best mm-hmm. surf out here. If you really? Just chill, we have that too. Ah, I like to surf. You surf? You don't go in the ocean. I tried surfing, bro. Fuck that. I, I ain't good at it. Last mm-hmm. time I tried to surf in fucking Florida, I ended up down whatever you call that shit because the shit took me out. Uh, um, what, I the ended- reef? Or- no, not the reef. The w- w- riptide took me oh, out. Fuck. I had to go out about, I had to go sideways for mm-hmm. about a mile. I had to carry, and it wasn't even a surfboard then because I knew I couldn't surf. And then I had my boogie board, and that shit still took me the fuck out there. I had to walk a mile on the beach to get back to everybody. Uh, Eddie was there, um, Bob, Marshall, uh, <laughs> Michael, and Pia were there, and I can't remember who else was there. But I'm over there waving at them to help me, and they're all saying bye to me, you know, like fuck. No. <laughs> fuck, dude. I just ended up about a mile down fucking shore and had to walk back. Did they not know that you were in peril? Well, I guess not, bro, because I was fucking yelling, but they ain't gonna hear you over all the surfing shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, they they think, oh, look at Loco's having a blast. Wonder why he's so far out. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And then they start for fucking Florida, you know what I mean? Uh, they start yelling no to you. Be careful. There might be a riptide. Yeah, there's no video that they show of Florida that mm-hmm. doesn't have sharks right no. next to where the surfers or the people are swimming and shit. Well, what what are the shark shark uh, encounters like there in, in Mexico where you say the surf is so good? I'm not sure. I haven't seen any videos from there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was up in a parasail once. We're looking down with my daughter, and we saw a shark in the in the you know ocean. You know, they're taking us in the boat thing where you uh-huh. float up, and this is in Florida. And I, you could see a shark, and you, you distinctively, by the way, they swim. And he was just kind of slowly going. He's decent size, motherfucker. Um, I'd not be a good guess of what type, but let's just say it was a tiger shark because you know why not? Um, that one sounds scariest. There's a lot of fools in Florida that go swimming with them motherfuckers. Fun, <laughs> Not I. Yes. Well, me, they, I mm-hmm. think one of the fools that I remember, they called Jupiter shark or something like that. Jupiter, Jupiter something sharks. And, and they're yeah, like, they take come swimming with us in this go pool. <laughs> hooks out of the shark's mouth. Oh. And I'm like, are you talking about nurse sharks or what? No, no. Tiger sharks, bull sharks. Yeah. You guys huh. are fucking crazy. I'm Mexican. I'm spicy. That shark eating me. He might not. I don't think. No, they wouldn't. They would. They'd take one bite and spit you out, and that might be a bigger <laughs> shame. Smell that shit and go. This guy's extravagant. We're gonna eat this bitch. It ain't these <laughs> you think? fuckers, dog. You know, uh, they're like a deli- deli- delicacy. Have you Del- eaten shark before? I have. I have eaten shark. Yeah. Okay. See, Longenecker uh, explains. I was like, dude, I, don't, I, mean, I am. I got to be honest. I do get scared of getting bit by a shark when I'm out there. And he says, "Mom, man, when was the last time you ate shark?" And I think it's been a long time. I don't know if I ever have. And uh, uh, he said, well, "There, there you go. You're good then." You know, them Chinese like to eat shark fin soup, man. Fuck that. California used to eat that almost every weekend for a while. Did you? <laughs> right on. Because they said that was uh, Viagra. So I'm like, yeah, so Viagra? that's how you're pulling five girls. Is there's some dorsal, dorsal-less shark swimming around, <laughs> dying in the ocean so that you can get enough boners 
to go ride your low rider up and down sunset <laughs> and, and pull some it, leg. It is what it is. What was the, give me, give me a little more if you don't mind, man. I, I'm too interested. What give me some down parts? You, you talk about some good parts of the gangster, and of course, jails suck. But you also talked about having to dodge bullets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had to dodge bullets all the time. They say you know there's nothing more exciting than getting shot at and living. Um, I know it was exciting, bro, because I shit my pants almost every time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't make you want to do it again, though. Either way, it might be exciting, but in, in our hood, in our hood, we had a a constant fight with a Mexican gang from. Acapulco Guerrero, they're called Cochos, Cochos, I believe. And, and dude, we that, would, that means cowboy, don't it? No, no, not cowboy, okay. Cochos. That, that's their way mm -hmm. of telling somebody from Acapulco Guerrero. Okay. And, and um, we lunge fucking beer bottles at each other and bullet, bullet shots. And, and this was because I, you guys were on each other's. Anybody? I, I don't remember mm -hmm. anybody ever getting hit, but there was this one time that this dude um was rolling up to our part of the hood, and and all this is happening through an alley, you know. And, and um, my boys I, tell me, "Now, oh, fuck this guy's coming this way. Let's handle this shit." I had a baseball bat in my hand, and one of my other boys had a knife. We walked down the stairs. Uh, you got to picture it, though, a little bit. It's it's two buildings, uh, um, one on the right, one on the left. There's a big tree in the middle of the lawn area. And you walk towards the back uh, where there's an opening in the gate that goes to the alley. So we're coming down the stairs to go towards the alley. How do you guys know he's, not, he's pulling up? Somebody's uh -uh, looking out or something? Wait, but nobody told me. This motherfucker's carrying a shotgun. Fuck. So we get all the way to where the tree at is in the middle of our lawn. And the guy that was in front of me just turns around and fucking runs, man. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm looking at this guy running by me. And mm -hmm. I front, and this guy's got a double barrel shotgun pointing at us. And... Yep. I'm just like, oh shit! I don't have time to make it anywhere because I, I, I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm done. And I turned around, ran, and I made it to the stairs to go up one of the buildings, which which the stairs led towards the front street, not towards the alley. And I swear to God, I felt like Bugs Bunny and all them cartoons that melt with the stairs and start going up and shit, you know, or down. <laughs> And motherfucker didn't shoot me, dog. So I know if, if he would have had some more balls, I would have been dead right now. That's one of my hundreds of I could have died. <laughs> I made it upstairs to my apartment, to my friend's apartment. Um, Grabbed the gun and went downstairs. And um, by then he was gone. And fuck, nobody shot nobody that night. <laughs> Good, dumbass. <laughs> I'm glad, bro. I don't know if I, I would have been in jail, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I mean, I guess that answers it. If you got a gun, you retire, turn with a gun. Maybe that's why I don't have a gun. <laughs>
<laughs> I yeah. just have to be like, I don't know, he's got a gun, I'm gonna be inside for a while. If you have a gun and you pull it out, you gotta shoot. That that's that's that, the only rule there was, you know. If you have a gun, you gotta shoot somebody because okay. you with the gun. If you didn't shoot them, they're shooting you. Right. So that, that that that's how you knew protocol was to go get yours and you were good to fire back. Yeah, I was on my back. Like, fuck this motherfucker. I'm coming down. And even though he didn't kill me, I'm going to fucking blast this bitch for scaring me. But he was gone. Yeah. But he was so nice to you. Think about it. He spared your life. Yeah, he did. But maybe at a Jesus moment, maybe maybe when your guardian angels come down to him and said, this is not the life you want to lead. And maybe he was going to go away and change everything about himself. Yeah, I have a lot of guardian angels. I, 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 I live yeah. so many things, bro. So many things that, that I, I should write a book, but I'm afraid to write it because I probably go to jail. <laughs> uh, statute's gone out on a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, we don't hold statute of- limitations. You just make it up as a character too. Be like, this happened to a guy named Michael. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story a story of a guy named Michael T. <laughs> Michael. T. <laughs> <laughs> How about Kyle T? <laughs> Kyle T. Brandon. Brandon. That's uh that's the new white name, I think. Throw you in that boat, dog. <laughs> yeah, but if you're Kyle, if if you write anything about Kyle now, he has to punch drywall. Damn, damn. Where are you punching drywall at? <laughs> that's what I understand, man. Kyle's punched drywall. And then okay. people put it on you when they're like, oh, yeah, you're Kyle. That's funny. You punch drywall. And you're like, oh, this, what does that even mean? They're like, it's a TikTok thing. And then they ask you, have you ever punched drywall? And you're like, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I thought everybody has. Is it just you're Kyle? That is... <laughs> My brother's Nathan. He punched drywall, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We've all punched drywall being retarded. Okay. No, you were being a Kyle when you did. when i'm getting drunk and uh and uh calling people out on their fashion faux pas that's when i'm being a loco yeah yeah what the hell what in the goddamn wait 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 i gotta gotta get my southern call accent right here what the goddamn hell what's going (laughs) on that was it huh that is good. Yeah, I don't know. You can go off from there if you want. Put a, a get, 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 get in it, and then you're, uh, you know, you can go into anything. <laughs> Fucking James Bond. I got to do a shout out for James Bond. Cause shout out for James. Shout out to James Bond. What the damn hell? All right, this time I'm really gonna let you go, brother. We love you. Uh, but Candy is giving me the wrap up sign now because she's like, you guys are just now. You're just talking on the phone, Kyle. So we well, might yeah, as well yeah. just call them. Oh, now we're talking on the phone and having people listen to our bullshit. <laughs> and thanks for listening to our bullshit, people. Hey, thanks yes, for putting up with my bullshit, brother. Thanks for listening. And this was all, uh, uh, how, how does that disclaimer go? Don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah, it's a cautionary tale. Our lives are led as a cautionary tale of things that you don't do, and these are why. That's why we stuck on the the part about the I want we yeah I'm fucking Biden in it man I fucking pulled my best Biden out of this shit. All right, guys, I love you guys, man. Take care. We'll do this again sometime, homie. We'll come out with more stories. This time I'll put you in the hot seat.
Okay, I'm ready. Take All care, right, brother. brother. Love you. Peace in the middle of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Say rato, it again. Man. Say the name of the city. Guadalajara, Jalisco, Guadalajara. Mexico, en la casa. Peace in Guadalajara. <laughs> Later, vato.